Welcome to the Our Pets Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Avery, the veterinarian behind ourpetshealth.com. And if it's the first time that you're listening, this podcast is all about helping you and your pet to live a healthier, happier life by giving you pet health tips, by giving you advice about the best way to potentially diagnose or treat whatever health condition your pet might develop, or just simply to discuss some of the better or the different ways that we can go about looking after our pets and preventing disease in the first place. So if those are all things that you're interested in, then make sure you hit the subscribe. I release a couple of podcast episodes every week, normally on a Tuesday and a Thursday, and I'd love to have you along. So my other big announcement before we get into today's episode is that I'm actually starting a new series called hashtag Dr. Alex Answers. So if you've got any questions that you'd really like me to answer, if you've got any pet health struggles, if pet health queries, if there's something that you're not sure about whether you should be doing for your pet, or if they've got a condition that you're just not quite sure of the reasons it develops or the best way it should be treated or monitored, then please just let me know and I'll produce an episode completely dedicated to answering your question. So to let me know, you can head over to the show notes um, that I'll link in the description to this episode and leave me a comment there. You can leave me a comment anywhere on ourpetshealth.com and you can also tweet me. So if you just tag me, um, my handle is at ourpetshealth and however you get in touch, whenever you ask your question, just use the hashtag DrAlexAnswers just so that I know that you'd like me to answer your question and I'll try and get you the best information that I can um, at some point in the future. If it's an emergency, obviously you need to talk to your vet. If it's really urgent, then you need to get in touch with someone who can give you that information straight away, but I will definitely try and answer your question as soon as I'm able. Okay, so let's get into today's episode, and today I want to talk to you about how to feed multiple cats at the same time when you're trying to feed them different amounts or different diets. So if you've got more than one cat in the house, this is definitely something that you'll need to think about because if it's not an issue now, it's very likely that in the future, this will be something that you'll need to think about. If you've only got one cat, then it's worth listening to as well because you never know what the future will bring and more than one cat may very well be in your future. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and without further ado, Let's get into the audio. If you've got more than one cat, you'll know just how difficult it can be to feed them different diets or different amounts. Well, in this video, I'm gonna give you five strategies for how to feed multiple cats different amounts and how to keep cats from eating each other's food. Hi, I'm Dr. Alex from ourpetshealth.com where I bring you pet health advice to help you and your pet live as healthy and happier life as possible. There can be a number of different reasons why you might want to feed your cats different amounts or different diets. It might be that one of your cats is overweight and the other one is healthy or too thin, so you need to feed them different amounts. You might have cats of different ages and need to feed one, say, a kitten food and one an adult food. It might even be that one cat is unwell or suffers from a medical condition that means they need to be fed a special prescription diet, but your other cats are perfectly healthy and you want to continue feeding a normal, cheaper maintenance diet. So my first way to feed multiple cats different diets or control how much each cat eats is to use an automatic microchip cat feeder. This is the most expensive option, but also probably the simplest and most reliable depending on your lifestyle and your cat's eating habits. 
So an automatic microchip cat feeder will only open and allow a cat to eat that has the microchip that has been programmed into the unit. Now, while it's best that your cat is microchipped, there are also collar tags that can be used instead. When your cat tries to eat from the bowl, their chip is scanned and they're allowed to eat from the bowl and the covers will open automatically. If they're not allowed to eat though, then the covers will remain closed. So um, I'll put a, put a couple of links to those microchip pet feeders um, just in the description down below. So a slightly cheaper but equally effective way to feed multiple cats differently is to use a microchip cat flap and that can control which cats can enter a certain room. You could for example only allow your healthy cats into the laundry to eat normal food and have a prescription diet down in the kitchen that's accessible to all. Now this would of course allow all your cats to eat that prescription diet but this is highly unlikely to cause any kind of health problem. By and large they're designed to be complete diets suitable for all adult cats although you might need to be careful if you have a kitten depending on what the diet is. It will mean though that your unwell cat will not be able to eat the normal food and just one mouthful in the case of allergic skin disease or hypothyroidism can be enough to make the diet ineffective so this strategy can really help just prevent this being a concern for your unwell cat. If you don't have a separate room to feed um, your other cats in, or you don't want to put cat doors in your house, then you could instead use the microchip cat door um, attached to a large pet crate. Um, and the end result will be the same, only those cats programmed to go through that cat door will be able to access the inside of the crate and eat the food that you put there. Okay, moving on to a slightly lower tech and cheaper solution. Um, my third way to feed multiple cats works when your cats are different sizes. So the main reason to use these strategies would really be when you have an adult cat and a kitten or if one of your cat is morbidly obese and the other one is a healthy body condition and they're a significantly different size. So there are two techniques with, um, with these situations. You could either just use a door stop to keep the door open to such an extent that only your small cat can get through but it's too narrow for your big cat. Or you could feed your small cat in a box that is accessible just by a small hole cut in the side that is again too small for your fat cat to get through. Now, these might sound a bit far-fetched, but you'll be surprised how well that they can work in feeding multiple cats different diets when there are significant kind of size discrepancies. Along the same lines of making one lot of food inaccessible to certain individuals, if you have an old cat, you might notice that they're not able to get up to places that your younger cat can get to. And this means that you could feed your younger cats on normal food up high or wherever the inaccessible place is and keep your older cats prescription food um, or senior diet in an easily accessible position. Of course your lack of mobility in that cat shouldn't go otherwise ignored. Arthritis is a very common disease in older cats and chronic pain is not something that they should have to put up with. And there are many home arthritis management strategies that you can implement and other very effective arthritis treatments you can give to make sure that your cat's quality of life is not compromised. So talking to your vet and getting your cat examined is definitely something you should do if you find your cat's mobility is not what it once was. But equally, this can be a very effective strategy. And finally, there is nothing like supervising feeding time when it comes to feeding multiple cats. So supervised feeding times make sure that each cat only eats from their own bowl and it doesn't steal food from slower eating housemates. Supervised feeding times also means that you can keep an eye on each cat's appetite. After all, if you just put food down into a few bowls and walk away, how do you know if one cat is becoming sick and is stopping eating? 
Set meal times are always better than ad-lib feeding as well. And to make things easier for you, you could place food bowls, you should place the food bowls as far away as possible or even feed in different rooms. And you can even feed each cat in their own travel crate. If they're shut in with their food, then they won't be able to eat it. And you'll be certain that no cat is eating more than they should be or getting to a diet that they shouldn't be eating. Now this can also help your cat become very comfortable with spending time in their crate, which can make trips to the vet or the cattery or traveling in the car a lot less stressful if you're able to get them into their crate without any problem. So while feeding all of your cats in a multi-cat household might be stressful for you, it's also stressful for your cat. Whenever you have more than one cat, there will inevitably be some degree of stress and friction between your cats. And you can learn all about keeping your cats relaxed in more ways than just managing feeding in my video all about how to reduce stress in cats. So if you've come up with any unique or ingenious strategies to feed your cats different diets, then I'd really love to hear them in the comments down below. And if you try any of these techniques, then let me know how you get on. But until next time, I'm Dr. Alex from Our Pets Health, because they're family. Right, so I hope you found that interesting and it provides you with a few useful strategies that you could use if you do have more than one cat and you need to feed them different things. You'll find links to everything I've discussed in the show notes, so make sure you head over there. And as a last favour, I'd love it if you could take a minute or two just to leave me a review. Let me know what you think on iTunes or wherever you download your podcast. It helps more than you can imagine. But that's it from me today. And until next time... You take care.